Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, and alumni to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Northwest Internship Coordinator Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today's guest on our show is... Hi, my name is Ryan Sanders, and I am a 2021 December graduate of Northwest Missouri State, and I am now the Senior Safety and Environmental Specialist for uh, SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment at our Busch Gardens Williamsburg Park. So glad to have you, Ryan. Ryan actually reached out to us just talking about, you know, wanting to be um, involved and he felt like as a successful Bearcat, like we really wanted to celebrate him and, and get him on the show. And so um, we're very excited to have you today. Yeah, appreciate it. Glad to be here. I just, I had always seen these and I, I knew, you know, I had listened to them and they really was cool to listen to to see where, you know, people are now. And so I just wanted to give back, you know, give back at what I had yeah, got. Yeah, that's awesome. We were really glad that you reached out. Let's go back in the back in the day and tell us how you got to Northwest. Where, where are you from originally? How did you find Northwest? Well, I'm originally from Lee Summit, Missouri, so not too far away in the Kansas City area. Right after high school, I actually went to a community college. So I spent my first year, I did the A-plus program and went and did that at community college. And it just really wasn't getting me anywhere. Nothing was really what I wanted to do. You know, I knew that I wanted to find something more. I didn't want to go into like a trade or just a general associate's degree, like what most community colleges offer. So I knew I needed to go somewhere else. I had had friends that went up to Northwest and I knew that there were people up there that I knew. And so I would looked out onto the, uh, on the majors page and I was looking through it, see if what, what interested me. And I found emergency and disaster management. And I was just like, what is this? That sounds <laughs> interesting. So I read more on it and uh, realized it was really for me because I've always been in a, had a mindset of like, I've really wanted to help people. I was looking at emergency management and I was just like, what is this? So I look, I look into it more. I'm like, this is really interesting. And, you know, I'd get to help people. I'd get to reach out to those in need in their times of most need. And I went into it and I got to talk to the advisors over there. First, I talked to uh, Dr. Mark Corson and he really, really sold me on it. Then I got to uh, talk to John Carr and talk more about that with him. And, you know, they really bought, they got me to buy into it and they, uh, Gave me the uh, EDM Kool-Aid, as, as they <laughs> like to say it over there. So I started that major in uh, the fall of 2018 and just went from there and absolutely loved it. You know, it was exactly the kinds of things I liked, you know, got to learn about helping people and learning about going into crisis situations and emergency situations and uh, just how to respond, react, and just, you know, with everybody's well-being in mind. So so you probably, so you've partaken in Missouri Hope, right? I have. I've been um, both as a participant and staff and just such great exercises. I've taken part in Missouri Hope. I've actually taken part in all of the Hope exercises that uh -huh. are offered throughout um, our program. So Florida and New York as well. Uh -huh. But Missouri Hope is just, it's on another level just because of the setting it's at out at Moera and 
just how much planning has gone into it. I mean, and the people who, you know, started it, you know, Dr. Corson, he was one of the original people who started doing it out there and they've just, it's just, uh, it's hard to explain for somebody who's never been there. Yeah. So can you, so for those listeners or watchers, maybe who don't know what we're talking about, um, can you explain what those hope exercises are? Um, yeah. So the hope exercises, there are two different iterations, two most recent ones that we did were tornado hits a town and basically we have to go through and simulate what it's like for those responders who are first on the scene to be able to uh, go and find those people and help those people. We coordinate with the uh, Missouri National Guard and other institutions that are uh, within the consortium of humanitarian service education. And it's just a a bunch of different schools and agencies uh, coming together to really, to just give that real world experience that you really can't get in a civilian setting. When there's not a crisis. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's hard to do that. And the people that go out there and the students are, it's so immersive. I mean, I remember my first time going to a hope exercise and you just completely get lost in it. You just, you, you feel like you're there. I mean, the emotions, they, I mean, they push you that hard that the emotions that you get, they're real. And the, like the experience that you get, I mean, you never forget it. I mean, I still remember things that we did in those hope exercises. I mean, even as a safety person for, you know, not quite emergency management, but I still remember a lot of those when I'm writing different uh, plans and different uh, procedures. I still remember the things we did then. And I'm like, I go back to them like, oh, this will work. This is something that we worked really well for us there. And in a setting like this, it could still work because we're dealing with, we could be dealing with a lot of the same things. So I'm also interested in your experience as a participant. How did you, so what did you do as a participant versus as a, a person who is a responder in that situation? So the participants actually are the responders. So the, when I went back on staff as a on staff, you're more participating in the operational side where you're being a controller evaluator, where you're uh, helping the other stu- the participants just get what they need to do done and just support them along the way. So as a participant, that's, that's more what it, like when I talk about the emotions are real, the experiences you go back to, that's where I really learned most. I can, I'll never forget walking into the mass casualty simulation for the first time and just seeing everything and you go into it and you're like, oh, this won't be that hard. But then you actually start it and you, know, you learn by getting your butt kicked in that situation where you know, you start it, you go about 30 minutes in and they're like, stop, stop, stop. And you're like, what are we doing? Because, it, you know, at that point, everything's broken down most, most of the time. 99% of the time, the group has completely broken down. There's almost no coordination anymore. And so the controller evaluators come by and they talk to you and they ask you about, uh, you know, what you're doing and what do you think you could have been doing better? And it really makes you learn that second time because, you know, you were really floundering that first iteration, but then that second iteration comes and, you know, you're really gelling with your crew. You're real, you go in with a better plan and that kind of thing really makes you learn about the planning of everything that goes into an exercise like that. And that's where you really learn. That's what really stands out to me for when my first, my first time doing it. 
I mean, cause I remember the other thing, you know, the medical wing when all the medical people are doing their thing and setting up the field hospital and all that and uh, water purification that we learn and search and rescue. But I mean, nothing has really stood out to me more than how we were, how we had to fail to learn. Hmm, that's an incredible experience. And you, you fail in that controlled environment so that when you're in an actual emergency, you're not failing there. Because that's one of the things with Missouri Hope that I don't think that even the students who are in it realizes that local emergency responders who are professionals, they use it for training too, because you don't, you know, you can't, a tornado, you know, hopefully is something that doesn't happen every few months. So, you know, you need to train to be, so that when it does happen, you're prepared. So it's a really wonderful thing, not just for Northwest and our students, but for Northwest Missouri and all of the law enforcement. And I know I have a sister-in-law who's the emergency manager for Nottoway County. She uses Missouri Hope as a time to train because when stuff is really happening, you can't break down. You've got to break down and practice before you do it for real. So it's a really cool opportunity. I'm curious, you have this really awesome job with, you know, Bush Gardens now. Did you have any internships before you got to that full-time job? I sure did. So I started with one of the different park companies. So I started with Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, and I actually started with them as a lifeguard at Worlds of Fun. So Worlds of Fun down in Kansas City is one of their parks. And I started back as a lifeguard in 2019. Well, then when I was working for them, I found out about their internship programs at the main park up in Ohio. And so, you know, I jumped on that opportunity because it was like I was in the market for an internship and I saw safety. I was like, that's similar. That's similar enough. And I knew I needed an internship. And I was like, I'll apply for that. That's fun. That seems like fun. And it's not an understatement to say that internship changed my life. I applied for it. I went through a couple interviews with it and even without a, because there are full degrees in occupational safety. So even without an occupational safety degree, you know, I got selected for the internship and I went up there and they just said, all right, learn your OSHA stuff. So I had to learn all my OSHA, just a very shallow dive into the OSHA regulations. And then I went up there and I got up there and it was another situation of learn by getting your butt kicked. And so I got to take what I learned at Missouri Hope back to that. But Cedar Point, for those who aren't aware, is one of the largest theme parks outside of like Disney and Universal in the world. They are a 400 acre park out on base. It's on a peninsula in Lake Erie. And we had routinely could have 30 to 40,000 guests in the park in a day, 17 roller coasters three hotels, two water parks, a marina. It's basically like running a full city. And so I get up there and I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. But the great people up there in the safety department, my managers up there and all the different leaders really got to teach me about the industry and what what I'm actually doing. And I got to help run investigations, help do inspections, help uh, in first aid and learn a lot from the EMS staff that we have there, learn about a, a lot about fire service, but mostly I learned a lot about how, how amusement park works and really just how much it takes to run, how much operational just excellence has to go to make everything come together and work. And especially my first year up there was in 2020. And 2020 was a very, it was an ad, we didn't open until after the 4th of July that year. And I got to learn a lot about 
things that I normally wouldn't have. So um, all of the policies as far as how um, that COVID brought on. So masks, social distance, and it really got me to be knowledgeable on those kind of issues uh, and how to implement those so people will actually do them because, you know, every single day, you know, with COVID as for some reason, as polarizing of an issue as it is, people would always come up and, you know, start badgering me about, oh, why do I have to wear a mask? Why can't we let all these people in the building? So I had to get really knowledgeable. And it really helped with my guests learning guest service and how to, you know, be nice to people, even when it's hard, you know, with a smile on my face, I could always usually get people to understand. And, you know, it was great. And so that was my experience up there that first year. And it was an absolutely amazing experience, but I knew I didn't get the full experience by being 2020. And so I had the opportunity to go back up there in 2021 and have a more full season. As an intern again, was this, yeah, was it uh, as another internship or did you then like work in a role? So it was another internship and I was more of the senior intern. And actually the 2021 season, I actually brought another Northwest student up there with me. She was the other intern, another student from the emergency management program. And you know, they really enjoyed having us both up there and we got to learn so much about incident investigation and policy making and just safety in general and uh, from some of the best in the industry. I mean, they're, the safety director up there, he's top notch, like the Jedi master of OSHA regulations, if, if you will. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's weird. That's, I know it's a weird description, but it's... <laughs> You do not want to climb on that chair. <laughs> no, exactly. You do not want to climb on that. You don't. That's you are not protect. You are not tied to that scissor lift, sir. <laughs> yeah. So I get up. Got to learn all about up there, and you know, got a ton of connections up there at the park. Ton of people in the industry. Because the thing about the amusement park industry is it is very tight knit. You've got to find your way in. Pretty if you want to be in this industry, you've got to find your way in. Pretty much in any way. And I had fallen in love with this industry. It's amazing, this operation. These, these operations are absolutely amazing. And so, you know, with, with being up there, getting my connections and learning my craft, I went back down to Worlds of Fun. And this time I actually got hired as a seasonal associate rather than just being an intern. I was the safety technician at Worlds of Fun. And that job lasted from uh, September, yeah, this September all the way up to... Uh, just this past January. And I got to learn about a lot about that park and a lot of the operations. And, but that job, I had to do a lot more paperwork and I got to learn more of the clerical side of it, which is extremely important. I hadn't really gotten to do that at all, but a smaller park like Worlds of Fun, there's a lot more to do with a lot fewer people. And with that job, I knew that I wanted to be in the industry and I knew I was graduating soon. I knew I had to look at jobs. And so then I was looking all over the place. You know, I applied with Universal. I applied with within other parks in Cedar Fair. I applied with Six Flags, just trying to find a different job out there that could really go with the skill sets I've learned because I had gotten carved out this really, really obscure niche of being an amusement park safety person. And it's one of those things that's like, Safety is one of those jobs you have to have a lot of knowledge. General industry is, when it's one, it's very boring. And two, it takes a lot of operational knowledge of those kind of places and a lot more experience. So it's like, I got to go back where I've carved my niche and I absolutely love it. And so uh, this job with 
Bush Gardens with uh, SeaWorld Entertainment Company. This one, this job came up and I applied for it. And very next day they called me and a couple of interviews later, they offered me the job and I've been out here about a month now. I'm still getting all settled out here. Uh, it's absolute. This is one of the most beautiful parks in the world. They've won the golden ticket award, which is the award within the amusement industry for different things. So they're right. Well, best ride, best new ride, all kinds of stuff like that. They've won the golden ticket award for most beautiful park for the last 30 years. And you know, I'd never been here before. And so I came out here and I was just in absolute awe of this place. I mean, the theming's amazing. It's like Disney level theming, but with a, in a smaller park and it's themed around old like Europe. And so you have, you know, Italy, England, Scotland, France, uh, Germany, and then you have ancient Europe. So they have Pompeii and the area with the old uh, Roman and Greek gods. And, you know, I'm, absolutely in love with the place and I love the industry and with the skills that I learned in my internships and the skills that Northwest gave me to prepare me for those internships with the hope exercises and all the different uh, emergency management classes I never would be in the position that I'm in right now and I'm in an absolute dream position for at least for me I mean I know you know for some people they're like amusement park safety senior safety (laughs) and environmental specialist at an amusement park they're like what it's like it might not be everybody's uh, cup of tea, but it's the place I want to be. And, you know, this is one of those things where I'll be able to work my way up and get into a, what well, I mean, it's just a great career already, but I'll be able to really just, just move myself up. And every day, just, you know, getting my foot in the door, I can thank Northwest for that, for helping me get where I am today. So if you had other students, maybe emergency and disaster management students who were looking for opportunities, similar opportunities, what advice would you give them? Look for your internships. That's uh, learn. Well, take as on the things that you learn at Northwest to so say at hope exercises, just take in as much as that as you can. And don't let, just let that information that you get there. Don't just let that sit in your head as this is only for emergency situations because it's not, you can use everything you learn up there in everyday life and go with your internship, look broadly for your internships. I mean, ask around, figure out what you want to do. Even if you don't quite know what you want to do, find somebody that you can talk to. That's like, this is really like, this is where you should go, or this is what you should look into and just keep looking for those internship opportunities because, you know, I never would have looked in Sandusky, Ohio for an internship, but if I hadn't, you know, that I wouldn't be where I am today with that. I don't know where I'd be, but definitely not sitting right here. That's awesome advice. Yeah. As the internship coordinator, I can fully (laughs) endorse that message. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Internships are that that's, that's the way you get your foot in the door. Those are the connections you make. So and that's that's how you get this real world knowledge before you get out of college, because as it is, a lot of these jobs are requiring you to have, you know, experience before you come in. And the only way to get that experience is while you're still in school. If you want to get a you know a good career right out of college, you got to get those internships. And then the other thing is make your connections while you're there at Northwest and, you know, get more people involved. Because as I said, like I brought another Northwest person up to the internship with me and she's now more of a safety person. 
because of just how much you learn. And so you can really broaden your horizons. It's like I could go right back in and go into the emergency management FEMA side, but I've now broadened my horizons and have this whole OSHA hazardous uh, materials and just general safety things that I never would have had. And it's, it's absolutely great. Yeah. I imagine FEMA doesn't have a lot of training on like roller coaster safety. Probably not. No. And that's, that's one of the great perks of the job. Uh, <laughs> you get to test the rides for safety, you know? So yeah. Tell us about, so as a safety specialist um, in a theme park, cause you're right. That's very niche. Yes. Tell, tell us about like daily tasks. So you mentioned administrative paperwork for the investigations you know, other types of things. What, what happens in a day for you? A lot of people come at us with questions. So say somebody wants to know if what they're doing is a safe practice, or if this is a chemical they can use in the workplace, or is this piece of fall protection okay? And so we've got to go out and answer those questions and go and inspect and make sure that what they're doing is safe and uh, that just everybody's okay. I mean, because the job is the job of a safety person, you know, we're not the fun police, you know, we don't, we, we just want you to get home. We just want you to get home safe because, you know, we're, we like, one of my things is safety third, safety third basically means because most people say safety first. And it's basically, it basically just means like, if you think safety's first, you're going to let become complacent with it. And if safety's your number one priority, it's so important that it should overarch over everything else. I mean, if you've got your family at home, if your health is the most important thing to you, even just making money here, you know, your job making the money so you can go out and spend it. That safety is so overarching because without safety, there's none of those. So you've got to remember what your main priorities are and get to the first. But I, that was a little bit of a tangent, but I just, <laughs> I, I love that actually. <laughs> anyway, so the next part of my job is. I'm safety and environmental specialist. Now, environmental is something I had absolutely zero experience with before this job. And they've been training me. They've been sending me through all kinds of different EPA courses. And a big majority of my job is EPA inspections and making sure we maintain compliance with EPA regulations. Because, you know, being out here in Virginia, in coastal Virginia, we are so close to the oceans. We are so close to so many different bays and bodies of water and rivers that we need to make sure we're keeping our parks and the waterways around the parks and our communities healthy. So a lot of what I do every week, I have to go through and inspect all of our different wastes we have around the park. So all of the industrial waste that an operation like this makes, I have to go and inspect those, make sure they're not leaking, make sure our associates are disposing of them properly and not just getting rid of them and how they could hurt the environment. And once a month, I have to go through and inspect literally every electrical transformer, gas tank, uh, waste receptacle, anything that could leak oil, leak hazardous chemicals into the environment and hurt them. So really what I'm re most of my job is protecting the environment around the park and making sure that it's okay because one of the big values of SeaWorld is conservation. So as a company, we, are, we want to make sure that we are not affecting the environment that's around our parks in a negative way that, you know, future generations can come and they can still fish in the James River that's right next door. Or they can still go and swim out at the beaches over near the Chesapeake Bay. Like they, we just want them to be able to enjoy it. And we don't want to be a reason that down the road, there are 
major issues. But that's a lot of what I do is most, most of my job is actually inspections, but it's just, you get to meet so many people doing that. You get to see so many things behind the scenes that you never would. You get to have amazing experiences. It's like I was one of the first hundred people in the world to ride our new roller coaster and that, you know, one of the fastest and most unique roller coasters in the world. And I was there on the first day. I mean, the benefits are just it's amazing. I mean, you get to work, work hard, but you get to play hard. I mean, a lot of jobs say that where it's like, this is a work hard, play hard environment. It's like this place really is. Any words of wisdom? I mean, I know you're a recent grad and you have a great story. Words of wisdom for those who are graduating in the spring, maybe how to find a, a great job right out of college. Use your resources. If you've had an internship, talk to those uh, leaders and mentors and just other people that you've met at your internship and see who they know. Network. That's the biggest thing is find your network and, you know, utilize that. And the other thing is just spend a lot of time looking because you never just want to settle on a career. You really want to, I mean, I know if it's, if it's the matter of getting a job and there are only a few, some people can't be picky, but if just keep looking, just keep on it, apply for jobs that you might not necessarily be every qualified to down to the letter. Like yeah, you had no environmental experience, right? So there you go. Environmental experience (laughs) coming in. So apply for jobs that you might not even be, you're just generally qualified for. You have knowledge because a lot of times employers will see that and they know they can, you don't come in with any kind of wrong knowledge or outside knowledge that was maybe doesn't mesh with what they do. So you can really learn and it makes you really valuable, honestly, Uh, unless they're looking for like somebody to lead a department. If you're just going in as more of an, you know, entry level full-time position or something like that, they will train you. Most places will be happy to train you because that they know that you'll be able to learn their material. Yeah, you're a fresh slate. They don't have to break any bad habits, right? Exactly. And go back to your skills you learned on those internships. So maybe if you were going in and learning all safety stuff, you know, think about smaller tasks that you did during those times. So think about you running, so say like, operations so like a park operations say think about what you did with them and the skills you learned or think about the different uh procedures that you made or things that you really researched on and think about those as careers think about if you really liked those as uh different tasks because you know you already have that experience and that kind of experience can lead you into a career you never would have thought you'd be in i mean if if you have told me five years ago that I'd be living in Williamsburg, Virginia, working at an amusement park as the in safety, I wouldn't have even known what you're talking about. But just take your opportunities that are given to you. Think outside the box as far as jobs go and find something you love. Just find something you love to do. Solid advice for sure. Absolutely. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That was an awesome story. And I think, you know, really awesome information that, you know, safety is one of those things too, that exists in almost all industries. I think too, it's not just government work and theme parks. Like we've toured factories, Hannah and I have recently, they're looking for safety people. Like safety is an issue for a lot of things. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, there's a lot of jobs that you probably have no idea even exist. Every company has a safety guy, Uh, no matter 
and we're always in the background, but we're always there. Always watching Wazowski. Always yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so thank much. You we so appreciate much, it. Ryan. Definitely. All right. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat, and we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.